Good morning. Welcome to episode 25 of A Better Father. It is Wednesday, December 12th, I do believe. I am a day behind on this one because I did not plan properly for uh, yesterday, which was my daughter had surgery on an infected cyst on her face. Uh, it was on the left side. You know, It's a little spot that's been there since like April or June of this year. Did a couple things with the doctor, took her to a plastic surgeon. They recommend getting it removed now insurance, blah, blah, blah. It all worked out. So uh, everything everything was good. I was in the room with her and uh, so was her mom, obviously. Everything was going good. You're kind of feeling like parental angst. And I get, I'm not like an anti-vaxxer person by any stretch of the imagination, but like putting anesthesia in her and I mean, just the fact you're doing this thing to your kid, just putting her out in the world, you know, gives her a percentage of chance of something happening. But you know, and they're like, and it's, it's the same for a five-year-old as it is for an adult. She's in a one in 20 billion chance of dying. And you're just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you just threw a statistic at me that's supposed to make me feel better, but it's a statistic that has to do with the one in blank chance of me doing this pretty much elective surgery for my daughter. And so, you know, you just have that angstness and you walk around just feeling, and I'm watching her, and then they come in and they give her some medication, and I do have a little, like, you know, you're putting all this stuff into a five-year-old when, you know, adults can have reactions and stuff. Again, not an anti-vaxxer, just, it, you're just doing all of these things and putting all of these things into your daughter, and when she started to, like, have the effects of the first medication before they gave her the anesthesia... I just started tearing up because I'm watching her kind of wobble and it's just like, that's not how my kid's supposed to be. Even now I'm tearing up a little bit. Like I just, you're not, you're not supposed to wobble. You're not supposed to, to, to not be you. And right now you're not being you. And on some like masochistic type level, it's cute to see her kind of like reacting and stuff, but it's not like it could be, or I could, I could hypothesize or envision how it could be kind of cute. Like a long time ago, that parent that was, like, had their kid on YouTube from, like, their doc, their dentist visit or whatever. I never found that funny then, and I definitely don't find it funny with my own kid. But a few million people did. But anyway, so I'm tearing up and trying not to, like, just start bawling and breaking down. I feel like I'm always on the edge of crying on some level. I'm just, like, breaking down and just, like, randomly just bawling, which, you know, happens from time to time. But, uh... Yeah, so anyway, and then they just wheel her off, and my daughter's just being calm and brave and and sweet, and just, like, I asked the nurse if she could have her monkey, and they gave her this cute little, like, cat, this striped cat, which, you know, is perfect for her, and, and so she wanted that, like, immediately she's attached to this little stuffed animal, and then she wants her little monkey, and the lady's like, yeah, of course she can have him with her and stuff, and so then she's excited because she gets to have her cuddlies with her and like somewhere in the back of my hand I'm like just don't lose monkey don't lose monkey don't lose monkey and they're going with my daughter to do surgery and I'm worried about little monkey disappearing but uh so anyway um the point in the lead up into this is this this is surgery on our daughter this is anesthesia this is her going under and there's chances of just something happening because we're electing to do this thing, which, you know, the doctor's recommended doing or whatever. So now we're just like, hey, remove her foot because it's something we decided we believe in. It's, you know, it's a thing on her face that is changing the way she looks and is kind of like a permanent part of her 
that shouldn't be and can be fixed and it's not like crazy stuff to do it's just like a little slit remove all the stuff that got stuck under there and you know she heals up and she's fine but I'm sitting at one table and 20 feet away is her mom and this is just another in a series of lost moments with somebody who's supposed to be your somebody and and this has kind of been on the back burner for this podcast for a while is was talking about going through all of this and doing these things going through all this being the divorce and the shitty relationship and everything and and just not having that person there and I spent a lot of time trying to make this work trying to reconnect it apologizing for my mistakes to the best of my ability, my knowledge, my worldview, the things that I had access to at the time, I honestly, gun to my head, feel I did everything I could for a period of time to put this back together or make it work or take the blame or whatever somebody who's trying to fix something that feels they played a role in breaking it. Even when I knew of what I've come to refer to as her indiscretions, when I was aware of that, it was like, family's more important. These things happen. I've been a shitty boyfriend. was never a shitty husband on purpose because I never made myself a husband. But I just, it was just like, okay, it was a rough, shitty time. But now we have this family. We have these things. And so I spent a lot of time trying to take the hit and get treated like shit and insulted and verbally, mentally, emotionally abused. And, and then it was just like at a certain point of just being told, horrible things about yourself and being looked at as this crazy villain who her friends and family just gang up on because I'm the latest victim in there. We're not going to deal with our own shit, so we'll make it about you. I just got to a point where I just like, I couldn't, I didn't, I had no emotional connection to this person I'm supposed to have an emotional connection to because we have this daughter that is a huge emotional connection for me. And so like the first day of school of kindergarten for her, it's we walk in, we drop her off, we get in our separate cars, drive away. That's it. And that's all I wanted to do. Like, I didn't, I, I don't know what this other human being is thinking, expecting, wanting, whatever. But I gave everything I could give for so long that it just, there was just nothing left. And and so I was just sitting around waiting for her to, like, divorce me or just keep living her life while I took care of our daughter, which is still kind of what I do. And so... The point of that wasn't like a path of like, oh, poor me. It was just these moments that get missed in this situation. And it's supposed to be her mother that is that person, that someone that I connect with, that I hold the hand of, that our daughter's getting surgery. That is technically no big deal, but, you know, it's still a thing. And you're supposed to be sitting next to this person and just being like, that's our daughter, that somebody is doing something to that we have no control over right now. And we're both just doing our own things 20 feet away from each other. And then I started thinking, and I have been thinking for a while, like, well, who's that other person? Who's going to fill that in for me? Who's going to be that person that comforts me when I'm crying over my daughter in a hospital room? And that's under no big deal circumstances. Like, what about when she breaks her arm? I'm kind of an emotional dude. Like, I don't have anybody to hold me, anybody to hug me, anybody to tell me it's going to be okay. And... And that really sucks. And so I have missed out on countless moments of having somebody care about me while I care about somebody else. And that's really hard. And that 
and that sucks to have all of these moments mean nothing on some level or have the meaning beat up a little bit or stripped away or taken away because this other person just turned out to be really not nice and and you've got this sweet amazing little girl that you're trying your best to like keep your head up for and you don't get to celebrate these moments that you're supposed to celebrate with a having a child like I didn't want a kid and now I have this kid and all of these moments that are like things I didn't process or think about or worry about or wonder about it's almost like it's hitting me harder and more because I didn't process them I didn't have views of like oh when my kid goes to kindergarten one day knock it was more like I'm never going to know what it's like to be a parent that has a kid that goes to kindergarten one day because I'm not going to have kids. And now I do, and it's like, oh, my gosh, this is a really emotional moment of what the fuck is going on with me because my kid is yeah, going to kindergarten, and I spent years taking care of her, and I don't know what this means. And even when we had an opportunity to put her in the quote-unquote better school in the district, I really believe in the school she's in. And it became this huge freaking fight between her mom and I over what to do because her mom really wanted the other school, blah, blah, blah. And she yelled at me so much that I was literally telling her, begging her to put her in the other school. But because I couldn't say it the right way, because I couldn't get the words because I really liked her current school, but I really thought this other school was better for her or could be better for her, even though I thought their current school is fine. And ultimately we all grow up and just, you know, become whatever we become live and die but it just it was monumentally huge and all I got was somebody yelling at me and screaming at me and just saying horrible things to me and I was even like after I got away from her and stopped getting called horrible names and stuff I was texting her and it was just like I think Colin do it she's like are you sure and I'm just like don't know you're supposed to be the person that knows I'm telling you that this is scary and it's hard but do it for me and not in a like I blame you later kind of way in a you're supposed to know me you're supposed to say you believe in this school but you know this is the better option and I'm going to be your person I'm going to be the one that looks at you and says this is tough this is hard you're literally telling me to do what it is I want to do and instead of just doing it I am now overcomplicating it because you're an emotional cluster of emotions and and so like to not have that person in your life to not have that person and it, not having that person in your life is one thing not having that person in your life when that person is in your life or that person who's supposed to be that person is in your life sucks so yesterday was hard for many reasons and you know 10 minutes and I'm now telling you why I didn't put out a podcast yesterday because I didn't plan properly to talk to get it out in time for to not have to worry about it because of her surgery and then yesterday became a nice day and, um, you know, just kind of chilled out at home. We watched Frosty the Snowman and, you know, had a good time. So all in all, it worked out. And that's my 10 minute long explanation of why I wasn't here yesterday. But the other point is obviously getting out of this. But like, I don't, I think part of the problem with having a kid as older is I don't have the oh, this relationship didn't work out, now I can go live my life or get on with my life or move on with my life or have my life because I did all that. And it was kind of like a piece of me that was like, oh, like this is what my life is now. I did all of these things. I had all of these experiences. 
and now I am this guy. It took me a while to get there too because, you know, I kind of liked my other life, but but I was like, okay, this is who I am now. This is how I function. This is how I behave. I'm a parent. I'm a dad. I'm this stay-at-home dad. I, I don't have these jobs that have defined me since, you know, my paper route when I was 11. And, and it... Hold on one sec. So, again, kind of bringing this back and not rambling off too much, like, I don't want to just get out there and date and have sex and have fun and, you know, just be who I was for, you know... 20 years of my life like now it's like oh so it's like finding that person and it seems kind of weird for even me to think or be this way because I thought this situation was my one shot at marriage that I wasn't doing this like this isn't something I do this isn't who I am and then you do it and then it starts to become you but but now I can envision getting married again at one point I even told the soon to be ex that like this was my one shot. I'm never doing this again. And now it's like, oh man, this could have been really good and really fun if it hadn't been so shitty. And so, so looking for that person that it's going to be like, all right, I have to date again. I have to have sex with somebody and hope it works out and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, that was really fun in my twenties. And now I just want somebody to be there for me. Somebody who will hold my hand when my daughter is in the hospital because the person who's her mother isn't that person for me and so anyway obviously this has all hit me hard and it's been in the back of my mind for a while it's something to talk about because I'm tired of missing out on things with my daughter I'm tired of not having somebody to share these moments with and the mother has chosen her mother over me as her person and you know a couple other people to share all of her stuff with and I don't I never felt good or right about that I mean like I tell my mother things but like her mother is like, I need to replace your husband as Charlotte's parent because we think he's a piece of shit. And I, I, I could never quite get myself to just replace her being Charlotte's mother, my daughter's mother. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't quite get myself to like make anybody be the replacement for that. Even now, like people, I t- like I told people yesterday, I was like, oh, Charlotte's in surgery. Like she's in surgery. I was like, yeah my technical wife spends more time talking to her mother about things to do with my daughter than she does me and then bitches about how I don't talk about anything with her about her daughter I'm like (laughs) you don't talk to me anyway I'm totally rambling and making this all about me right now which you know it's my podcast and that's you know kind of why I set it up but um just to update because I don't want this to go too too long um I don't know if there's movement on her part on getting a mediator or how that looks or where we're at um i had told her to go like do it get it get this started um and just like the last six to 12 years of my life she just like so i'm just hanging out waiting for her to do whatever i've tried to talk to her the last two nights about christmas and getting that set up for our daughter and she's had work or whatever so again I and her daughter do not take precedence over whatever else she feels she has going on in her life or wants to do other than deal with me and us and our situation. So so I'm just chilling out. I will keep updates coming. And once this starts rolling, 25 episodes in, um, I, will, I will make the divorce process being talked about 
more out there as much as I can. And then, you know, when it's all said and done, maybe like kind of rehash or talk about things, take some notes to put them up here. Cause you know, probably some things I don't want to say out loud or have out there before like they're taken care of, but I've started making lists. I've started doing things on my end to get this going and trying to get it figured out. I'm still looking for a job and seeing how that works out. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of where all that is. Um, and I guess as I always try to like, at least I feel like I always try to reel this in or make this point as, and I, I feel like I've said similar things like this in the past, but like this life is hard and you only have like this one kid, whether you have one kid or 25 kids, like there's only this one kid that you have and the next one's only that one kid that you have. And it's, I don't know how to say it, but it's, it's, it's to make the most of it and these arguments and these fights and these things that are just ridiculous. Like I have an article saved right now that I found on a running website that was a female runner talking about like how my life changed when my husband started eating healthy. And I kind of skimmed through a couple of quick pieces and it's basically like she talked about the ways her life got better from what I've seen. I'm sure their struggles are in there too, but it was just, it wasn't like I fucking hate my husband and I need to get rid of him. It's like, oh, my husband made this choice. I love and support my husband, and we had to figure our lives out, and they have two kids, and, you know? So I I might report on that article a little bit next time after I read it because I find it interesting to have these differences in people and how they make them work in a situation where there's differences with us. And for her, it's, well, we're different, so burn the house down, where I'm like, you are making your choices, I'm making our choices. Let's come together and do this as compromises for what we think is best for individual our family and our daughter and her and her mom are like no fuck it i'll burn it down so that was really bitter right there i thought i'm a little bitter on some of this stuff some of it's a little raw but yeah so like these people in your life just find a way to talk to them find a way to say these are differences but like it's short and i don't know what tomorrow looks like or the next day and to spend it and waste it in these fights and these arguments about these things. Like, yeah, you have your beliefs. You don't not live who you are and you don't give up being true to yourself because life's short and, you know, whatever. But you can you can talk to the person and you can say, like, all right, what do we have to do to, to make this work? What do we have to do to figure out these differences or these pieces we learned about ourselves that don't completely match up? Because who would ever do that without somebody losing? And you don't have to lose. You can just respect and love the person you're with and say, based off loving and respecting you, these are choices we're making, not I lose because we're different or not we have to burn down our house because I made a choice to be healthier. I made a choice to be less healthy or whatever you choose. So I don't, I don't know. I've been so caught up in this negative horror show for so long that it just makes me want to say there had to have been a better way if somebody was willing or cared enough to find the better way and there's plenty of people in the world and when i am out of this i have never had trouble in the dating department so i don't envision having trouble when i'm out of this situation and so it's not about that it's actually my life on some level will greatly improve it's just given the situation that we were in and what we could have done better. So if you're in any kind of arguments or having problems, like you don't have to give in, you don't have to give up, you don't have to 
keep being who you are, I don't think. I think you can find a way to say, hey, like, we're two people. Let's figure this out. So that's kind of that. Um, There's a lot of reading and things I've been looking into. My writing has been going well. My to-do list is going pretty well. Uh, So this is my 20 minutes of creativity for today. I haven't been doing great with that, but I am hitting it at least once or twice a week. So there are lots of things and stuff happening that can continue to happen and be things and be good stuff um, that I will talk about more last time. This was just a catch-up episode, and uh, I was just reporting in on what I was reporting in on. So thank you very much for listening to episode 25, halfway to 50. Next time I will be less than halfway to 50 because I am good at math. And that is all I have for right now. Thank you for listening. Bye.